Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada Newsmakers on broadcast today. A first-timer, we're joined by Assemblyman Max Carter II. He's here for the whole show on an all-new Nevada Newsmakers. Like a traditional handmade basket, retail is woven into the fabric of life in Nevada. From big box to mom and pop, retail supports our communities in countless ways. Jobs for the disabled, team uniforms for kids, help for the elderly, and so much more. Retail employs over 1 in 10 workers. Retail supports Nevada, and we support retail. R-A-N-N-V dot org. Pro Group Management is the place where companies can find workers' comp solutions that are designed to meet their specific business requirements. As regulations evolve, Pro Group takes a proactive approach to clear the path to make sure your business stays ahead of the curve. Knowing your workers' comp program is optimized, you can focus on other important matters related to your growing business. Pro Group Management, workers' comp that works for you. Early in the morning or throughout the night, professional truck drivers are on the job, serving you. Safely moving freight that's crucial to our economy. From the oldest industries to our newest innovators. From the exotic to the everyday. Trucks are everywhere, moving everything. Never afraid to embrace a future that makes Nevada and our nation stronger. Trucking moves America forward. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NV Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low, and our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way, because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad, a no-holds-barred political forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we're delighted to welcome to the program for the first time Assemblyman Max Carter II. He represents District 12 in Southern Nevada. And uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the program, sir. You were elected in 2022. I presume you're running for re-election. Um, and. Yes, and you're a grandson of a railroad pioneer and a third generation Nevadan. So that's quite a history right there. Yes, sir. You know, it, it is. And, and I'm not so sure about the pioneer part. And I know that's what it says. And yeah, he was a pioneer, but big Nebraska farm boy that, that moved to Las Vegas when he went to work for the Union Pacific Railroad at the beginning of World War II. And my family's been here ever since. All right. So now your history, uh, you're a union guy. Uh, 30 years with IBEW, uh, the Electrical Engineers Union, uh, Local 357. Um, what got you into uh, being involved in politics? You know, that's that's very circuitous, but I'll, I'll sum it up with, you know, that life change. So, you know, we all have, think we have our life planned out. And unfortunately, um, fate often doesn't let that pan out. And um, as I say, that um, never planned on politics. I was always the, the, the behind the scenes guy. And, um, you know, in 2017, 
my wife, who I should be sitting on the beach with, being the best grandma and grandpa in the world, fell from her horse and didn't survive. And so, you know, I was one of those that married young and married right. And she was the, the center of my world, Karen. And um, my life crashed around my ears. Luckily, I had good support. I was able to, you know, it's been a long road back, you know, but it was, um, I retired as a business agent in 2020. And when this seat came open, I'd been hit up about running for it before and always said, no, no, I got too much to do. And this time when it came open, my friends in labor saw that I was finally emerging a little bit from the, the stifling grief and asked me and a good friend, Chris Brooks, former state Senator Chris Brooks, talked to me and helped me see that I had skills that were valuable for our state, the state that I love. Well, Chris Brooks is a good friend of this program. He's been on here uh, many times and uh, um, sorry that he's no longer in the legislature, but he's doing very well in uh, the private citizen world. Um, let me ask you this. Now, having, having great experience with union dealings over the years and negotiating lots of contracts um, and in some tricky areas, which we'll get to in a couple of minutes, um, what surprised you uh, in Carson City uh, being at the legislature? You know, the biggest surprise was how much, and again, I'm fanboying a bit on Chris, how right Chris was because you just named part of it that, you know, I had experience dealing with people that I didn't agree with, had experience, you know, finding consensus, had experience negotiating contracts, which by their nature are compromise, and uh, that those life skills were valuable. But my biggest aha was my very first committee meeting in government affairs when PERS, the state retirement system was presenting. And I'm, you know, dealing like a lot of us do, dealing with that imposter syndrome, thinking, looking at my colleagues on the up on the dais, going, I don't I don't belong here. These people are much smarter than me. And then the head of PERS started talking, and I knew what she was talking about. I knew all of the acronyms. And I look around and I would say that a, a lot of my colleagues weren't well. They weren't as familiar with it as I was. And why? Because I've been a trustee on my union's health plan for over 20 years. And in fact, I was chairman and head of the health plan for about 10 years. So when, and also the, the, the pension plan. And so I'm very familiar with what they were talking about. And that, that aha, that common people are what makes up our legislature, that we need diversity. And that's why the founders of our state set it up as a citizen's legislature, is because we need all walks of life involved. Yes, and if you go back over the history of the state, just in my time in Nevada, which is uh, well over 40 years now, um, there have been a lot of great legislators who came from the citizenry and not from the political world and were able to contribute greatly. Um, so let me ask you this, um, with your knowledge of PERS, um, how concerned are you about PERS viability going forward financially? Well, um, I was very impressed and I've been having further discussions on it. And I'm very glad I got appointed to IRBC, the Interim Retirement Benefit Committee. Um, there, and that was actually the one is that 
the lady that was head started talking about actuarial value, uh, started talking about market value. And because I'm familiar with that, I asked for a clarification and where are we at on the actuarial value, which is a more representative health of the fund. Um, the people invest in our state pension money are doing a fantastic job. Um, I've dealt with um, professional investment consultants and um, uh, the fund that I sit on struggles to do as well as our state's doing. Our state, from my point of view, is you know probably in the top 10 to 20 percent um, when it comes to investment management in, in union or in not union, but in pension plans. Well, that's, that's very good to hear. Now, let me ask you about your district, District 12, because I looked at it on a map, and it looks to me like you've got Lake Las Vegas, so Celine Dion is uh, one of your uh, uh, people in your district. Um, at the same time, you've got a lot of open space there. So describe the district for people that are not familiar with District 12. So District 12 is basically I have all of Sunrise Mountain, which I know, Outside new 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 transplants to Vegas, they call it Frenchman's Mountain, but I, it's always going to be Sunrise Mountain to those of us that have lived here. And truthfully, it becomes Sunrise Mountain within about five years of somebody moving here because if you stay here that long, you're a native. Right. So I have the whole mountain. A big chunk of that mountain is not lived in. Obviously, it's BLM land. It's reserved land. In fact, there's a there's a, a movement to turn part of it into um, into a national monument to protect it because there's some unique geological features up there, the Great Unconformity and and such. And so I have the population is on the foothills, you know, on the on the flanks. And so yes, I've got a very diverse district, you know, that over on the the east side um that's where i live it's been it's traditional solid working class with a piece of with a big chunk of active duty and retired air force and a lot of horse properties you know that this area started being developed um i say developed um it was Union construction workers started building their homes here in the 70s. That's why we have these, we have a big chunk of rural neighborhood protection zone, half acre lots, horse properties. And it's, you know, I've, I've got been involved up here forever. I've lived in the district now about, I think, 15 years. I've owned ha a house up here for over 20. And I grew up uh, in the horse culture getting in trouble at Sunrise Arena right in the middle of AD 12, you know, because my sister was a state champion in Gymkhana. And it's so wonderful that it's the same demographic up here if you look at it from a socioeconomic and um, interest. It's still solid working class. It's just that now that working class has shifted to include more Latinos. And... Um, and I'm sorry if I'm going on too long, but then we wrap around to Lake of Las Vegas. You know, I've got high-end gated communities, Celine Dion. I did not know that. Now I do. You yeah. know, I've got Calico Ridge, which is not gated, but it's a, a bit older. 
and um, a little bit higher socioeconomic with some massive properties, but also a lot of retirees. And then um, Tuscany, which is, again, golf course living, high-end gated communities. So I've got, a, I've got the whole spectrum, you know, in my district. Okay, and, and, and I wanted you to introduce yourself to, uh, to the people because, you know, uh, people across the state watch and listen to this program. And so I like for them to know our legislators, not just during session, uh, but also get a chance to know a little bit more about them and, uh, and their makeup. So uh, you, you've got this interesting thing here because you've got this, uh, a large chunk of rural Nevada, which a lot of folks don't realize that Clark County has a lot of rural in it. Uh, even the city of Las Vegas has rural areas. Um, but then you also have, um, you know, as you say, the Lake Las Vegas area, which for the folks that don't know is a, a very high-end area um, that uh, was going, got into trouble during the Great Recession, but has gotten itself out of trouble because of a great investor from back in New York who came in and bought up a lot of the properties and, and uh, kept it going. Um, what, what are the issues um, for those two groups. So if you take, let's start with, with the wealthy. What, what are their issues that they're coming to you for? You know, the, the issues primarily are um, business access. You know, there was, and I'm still not fully understanding it, but there was an issue with um, state Medicaid shifting their platform for providers to submit claims. And I had constituents reach out because that was a critical change over in December. So I get a lot of I get a lot of business access related inquiries from over there in that side. And so that's, that's primarily it, you know, a few helping out with HOA difficulties, which I'm, I'm finding are typically just miscommunications. And uh, it's kind of nice to be able to help smooth things out like the Hanukkah celebration at Lake of Las Vegas, you know, there was some, some miscommunication. And um, once we finally got everybody talking, it was a great event. And it was, you know, it was the start of, I hope, a bigger event to come in years. And that's what I, that's what I love about this. That's why I never left the East Side is because the East Side is true multiculturalism. I got you. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll start talking about some issues after this timeout. The Nevada Builders Alliance has been protecting the interests of the construction industry for over 50 years. Our programs save members thousands of dollars every year and allow them to provide much-needed benefits to their employees. Our industry also allows Nevada to grow. If you're thinking about a career in the construction industry, reach out. And if you haven't thought of a career in construction, what are you waiting for? We are the Nevada Builders Alliance. Big R in Sparks is located on Bering Boulevard next to Smith's and across from Reed High School. It's a 50,000 square foot clothing store and a whole lot more. For the cold days ahead, jackets, hoodies, flannel shirts, insulated bib overalls, thermal underwear, beanies, and merino wool socks. Big R. Hardware, clothing, and a whole lot more. Carson Valley Inn, your place for the good times. Carson Valley Inn. Save
save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Assemblyman Max Carter II of District 12 in Southern Nevada. Um, so, you know, with your electrical background, obviously it was um, an, an easy thing for you uh, to move into discussions about renewables. And um, one of the things that intrigued me in reading about you um, was that you have worked successfully uh, with some of the Native American tribes uh, down in Southern Nevada on this issue, because it seems in other parts of the state with, you know, for example, up at Thacker Pass, there's been a lot of issues up there with uh, various tribes getting involved. Um, what of your dealings and, and how have you been successful in those negotiations? You know, and we're talking about primarily the Moapa River Band of Paiutes, which that relationship, I got to think back, I think it started around 2008, 2009, um, when there was uh, a company, I believe it was First Solar, was looking at doing some development on their land. And we went out there and visited with them, got to know them, and started working right then on doing events on the reservation, trying to encourage um, their members to see the broader opportunities, like our apprenticeship and stuff, and I'll tell you that the big thing was, is I didn't ever push back. I trusted and that by me trusting them, they be de developed trust with me. And we followed through on everything we promised. And I saw other groups that unfortunately would say one thing and do another. And IBW Local 357 has always followed through on our commitments to the to the tribes here. And um, I'm working on continuing that ethos because I brought that ethos to, to IBW. I'm working on bringing it to my work in the legislature. I've, I've been meeting with tribes all over the state, listening and discussing their agenda and trying to be a facilitator rather than a no, just shut up and go back to your reservation. That's that's not how this state's supposed to be. And I'll say this too, that it's so gratifying. I've got three sons, two of them school teachers here in Las Vegas, but my oldest son, his first job as a teacher was teaching on Pyramid Lake um, Reservation, teaching high school. His, his biggest brag is he took their football team from never having a winning season to having a winning season in three years and they still remember him. And I think that it's all about doing what you say you're gonna do. All right, so what's the balance here? Because obviously with renewable energy um, and especially lithium, that there is not only huge opportunity for the state of Nevada all the way around um, from recycling to you know pulling it out of the ground, um, it's a national security issue. The federal government has made it very clear. But then at the same time, you were mentioning this earlier, um, that you know BLM is considering more national monuments. How does this balance out for you? Because you're looking out for your, your former colleagues and jobs. Well, you know, and, and that, that is true. 
but I'm also a, Na a Nevadan that loves my state. Um, I grew up in the wild areas. My grandfather had a mining claim up in up by Midas, Nevada, that we spent every summer at growing up 80 miles of dirt road to get in. And so I love I love the wildness of our state and the access that we as Nevadans enjoy. And I don't want to see that curtailed, but there are things we need to protect. When it comes to lithium, I think that there needs to be a better job of involving all parties um, earlier in the process that, you know, that, that it's, it appears, and I'm not an expert on it yet, I'm working on it, that the, the parties trying to develop these mining interests, which are, have prime status in our state, are just trying to take and do the regulatory issue and not, not being cognizant that there may be other parties that are interested in that land, i.e. the tribal interests and also the, the environmentalist interests. I believe that there's a way to find common ground. Um, right now, we got both parties butting their heads against each other. And, you know, we talk about, talk about that on um, growth and infrastructure. I think, and we've had discussions about it, myself and Howard Watts have the potential to create a good balance. Howard Watts comes from a strong environmentalist background. I come from a strong labor background. And I think together, him and I can have the potential to figure out how to navigate through that path and get all parties involved better. All right, let's take another break. We'll be right back with Assemblyman Max Card of a second after this timeout. Remember 2010 in Northern Nevada, 13 to 14% unemployment, thousands of homes in foreclosure, Nevada's casinos closing, families in the Reno Sparks area were hurting, many were losing everything. Then Story County launched a game changer for our region, a public-private industrial partnership streamlined permitting slash bureaucracy, attracting Fortune 500 companies that made Nevada their home. Story County generated a river of cash to area communities. Economic studies by the state and others for the Gigafactory consistently show positive economic benefits for our region. Four billion in local wages, 17 billion in consumer spending and economic activity, over $100 million in taxes to Washoe, Story, Reno, Sparks, and Nevada, just for the Gigafactory alone. Story County, improving Northern Nevada one industry at a time. For 50 years, Nevada Heating has been keeping people comfortable in their homes. At Nevada Heating, call the Do It Right guys and get the heat back on today. Call us today and we'll fix it today. That's the Nevada Heating way. Why freeze for days on end when Nevada Heating can get your furnace fixed today. Call us today and we'll fix it today at 323-5585 or schedule us on our website at nevadaheating.com. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com. tollsdevelopment.com. 
It's a good time to eat. It's a good time to play. It's a good time to win. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Assemblyman Max Carter II. When you and I were talking to set this up, you were telling me about Utah contractors coming into Ely in White Pine County. What's going on there? Well, it, it's, and this is primarily anecdotal. We, um, well, the labor movement put forth a bill, and I, I should have looked it up, but I don't know the number, that would have, it was permissive. It didn't mandate, it allowed government entities, county commissions and stuff, to put a requirement for a certain amount of local hire in their contracts to where it would be a, a line item that a contractor that got the bid must comply with if they chose to do it. Unfortunately, it was vetoed. And because we hear that, well, I hear that a lot. I even heard it when I was working as a as a business agent working on developing solar not in Nye County, Nye County. These projects aren't doing anything for us. You know, they come in, they take up our land, and they they don't generate any economic activity or much economic activity other than the workers staying around there in the in their communities. And um, we need to give them the tools to correct that. We have bipartisan support on that bill. And um, just because that was one of the big things that we fought for in the renewable energy initiatives is that local hire provision that's within the qualifications for the tax abatement for renewable energy development. That was a key turning point in breaking open the development, making it to where the community benefits. Okay, and so I'm presuming that you're going to come back to the next session and see if there's some common ground that you can work with the governor uh, to make that happen. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, that, that, that's, that's where we got to leave it, my friend. Uh, very, nice, very nice to visit with you. Thank you for doing this. Um, I'm sure I'll be back in touch with you probably before session, but definitely during session, and I appreciate you being here. Thank you very much, Sam. You have a great morning, and I appreciate your tolerance with me being a little tardy. Oh, you're fine, my friend. Thank you, and we'll be right back. Southwest Specialties has been making the homes and businesses of Nevada beautiful for more than 20 years. Their experienced designers and craftsmen create the walkways, backyards, water features, and a variety of outdoor cooking areas that add curb appeal and value to your investment. Call today or visit them at their website and see how they can make your outdoor spaces special. Southwest Specialties, creative, distinctive, beautiful. Imagine a magical garden that feeds Carson City's hungry and homeless, teaches our high school students agriculture, creates hanging floral displays to beautify downtown, and yet charges nothing. It's not magic. It's the Greenhouse Project. It's real. It's growing. And it needs your help. Go online to CarsonCityGreenhouse.org so together we can grow it forward. Modern Boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suites. Brand your event throughout the property. 
flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. Take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. Thanks for watching Nevada Newsmakers. You can catch us online 24 hours a day at nevadanewsmakers.com or you can download the podcast wherever you like to get your podcast. We'll see you on the next broadcast.